0: Hey, Richard Kingsmill here After five years of pretty constant touring Milky Chance decided in October of 2018 to take some time off. Instead of piecing together another album in and around touring, they wanted to concentrate on songwriting and give themselves some breathing space in the recording process. They also wanted to start to collaborate with other artists a bit more. A decision that brought them to Australia to hang out with Tash Sultana
1: Maybe we're just passing
0: So, Milky Chance's third album is now out. It's called Mind the Moon, and I reckon it's their most cohesive and focused album so far. They've broadened their sound too, working with analogue synths a fair bit on this album, adding to the straight acoustic vibe of the band. Clemens and Philip are the two guys who began Milky Chance in their hometown of Kassel in Germany. They started playing together as teenagers about 10 years ago and after they finished high school in 2012 they played a few shows and then decided to record an album in their home studio. They uploaded one of their songs to YouTube around the middle of 2013 and having very modest expectations, they then sat back and watched it become a viral hit worldwide. Milky Chance will be back here touring over New Year's, and these shows will be their first in well over a year. Here's singer Clemens Rebine.
2: When we talk about touring, we had a very, like, the biggest break we've ever had since we started uh, this whole band thing. So, last show we had was last year, October. Yeah, we we, we didn't tour for more than a year.
0: How has that felt?
2: It was. Pretty nice because we, I mean, it was a very conscious decision for us. I mean, we just needed a break. That's how we felt like last year, end of last year. We were just like touring every year constantly, which is fun, but also, you know, kind of exhausting after a while. And we just wanted to have some space also to really dive into the creative process. Not any touring schedules around, you know, recording sessions and stuff like that. And that was very, very, uh, very nice.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. Well, this album, because I mean, to have that freedom to sort of really concentrate on the songwriting, I think has really paid off. Because this feels like the most focused of the three three albums that you've released so far.
2: Thank you so much. That's that's how we feel like, actually. <laughs> I think it was, yeah, it was very, it was very healthy for us and especially for you know for our creative minds to take that break and uh we took a lot of time uh to to find more of a perfection thing when it comes to songwriting tried out a lot of things we uh opened up the whole process a little bit and you know we we uh, brought a lot of friends in there um working with them working together with them so just when you said it, it paid off that makes me very happy. definitely hear our dna on this album but also we developed as a band you know as producers as songwriters and i think it's always like the the tricky part of it like you want to go further you want to develop you want to you want to do new stuff you don't want to repeat yourself all the time but also you want people to hear like oh yeah it's It's them again, like when they hear the first seconds of the song.
0: Let's also talk about the fact that you've kind of collaborated on this record. It feels like you've opened it up and collaborated with more musicians you know not just tash Sultana but you've also got Lady Smith black Bazo. you got the Belgian artist Timmy Tan on a track was that conscious when you mm-hmm. went into the making and writing of this record did you feel like you needed to open up and work with with other people other artists
2: definitely yeah that was like I mean that was the the idea but also like we just felt like with, I mean with the second album we didn't do it like we never really yeah, we never really opened up on that featuring process thing. You know, like, I think we were just, like, not not ready for it. <laughs> I mean, well, maybe in a, in a way of, like, being mature, you know, and, like, feeling uh, comfortable with it and, like, uh, secure with it. I think that's a very important thing when you start working with other people together, that you don't feel like, now that I'm working with, with other artists, it's like, you know, the, this piece of art is less me and more them or whatever, you know, these kind of thoughts. I think we just had to uh, sort that out.
0: And we'll talk about the Lady Smith Black Mambazo because that's the most surprising collaboration, I reckon, on this record. How did, how did that all come about?
2: Yeah, um, like Philip and I, we met in high school. So that was like back in 2009 or 10, and we were both singing in the in the high school choir. Um, like our teacher, he brought some arrangements from Lady Smith, Black Mambago. So we were singing uh, their their arrangements in, in the choir. That's when we got to know their music. And since then we just fell in love with their special voices and arrangements and harmonies and stuff like that. So we were just listening to them constantly over the past years. And then when we were recording Eden's house, Philip was like, what about a choir? I hear a choir and then we were like, okay, but... We were just asking them by a mail, we sent a mail to their management and send it over the demo and we were just like, you know, just give it a try. And they were responding and they heard the demo and they were like, yeah, let's jump on it. And we were like, okay, cool. <laughs> so very modern way of uh, collaborating. Not so much romantic, <laughs> but um Yeah. Turn out pretty nice.
0: Absolutely, it does. And what did it feel like for you and Philip, sort of being in the choir in high school about ten years ago, and then all of a sudden you're on a record and you're you're singing side by side with Lady Smith, Blackman, Basso, How did that feel?
2: Yeah, it was yeah, pretty. It was. I remember we were like the last time, um, like the last uh, fourteen days recording this album. We spent uh, in a beautiful uh, studio in Norway. And that was the time when they sent it over, like, their, you know, their vocal parts. And I remember we took a break in the evening from the studio, and we drove, like, we were on a little bus, and we drove to the city to have some dinner. And that's when we got their mail, you know, like, their, their vocal parts, and we were all sitting in the bus listening to, like, their first take of the song. And we all had, like, you know like almost like tears in our eyes and like goosebumps and we were sitting in that bus and we were like oh shit, this is so uh, amazing and so nice and it was like a like a teenage dream coming true actually you know it was just like the whole circle was just yeah it was just perfect
1: We glorify a golden age And all we do is fade away And even on a sunny day Still I don't know But we know so what's the purpose of the show emotionally overflow and even on a shining day still i don't know when...
0: Guess best known for working with Paul Simon on his Graceland album, that's the legendary South African choir, Ladysmith Black Mambazo, singing with Milky Chance on their latest album. Milky Chance's influences have always been pretty varied. Clemens's mum was a classical guitarist, and at school, he and Philip first played together in a jazz group. Bob Marley and the Red Hot Chili Peppers were also big touchstones for them. But on this album, I was surprised to see a song called Fardo. Now, I had never heard of Fardo until I went to Lisbon years ago. Fardo is the traditional folk music that was born in the Portuguese capital back in the early 1800s. It's still such a big part of the Portuguese identity and also music scene. It's usually just performed with voice and a guitar, and the emotion behind it typically is one of longing for something or someone. I asked Clemens if that inspired the song.
2: Um, yeah. Only, not musically, but uh, lyrically. So I heard about Fado, I don't know, like a couple of years ago. I listened to it, like sometimes, you know, not that much, but from time to time. You know, Fado is always about, like, melancholy and, like, uh, destiny and longing and, Pain and stuff like that. So, for me, it was just lyrically to picture the melancholy in this song. I mean, the lyric goes like, whatever hurts you so, it hurts you so. I heard this is fado, you know? So, just like explaining to myself what fado means and picturing the, the, the pain and the, the longing for something in this song.
0: Concentrate with the time off as well, Clemens. Did you feel like you concentrated a lot more on the on the lyrics this time around?
2: I think so, yeah. I mean, this time, you know, we recorded... So it was a whole different situation because this time we recorded this album in several different places. So we were in four different studios. We began to record in our home studio in Castle, in our hometown, for like about uh, four weeks or something. And then we took a break and then we went two weeks to Italy, took another break, you know? So we always had like these spaces in between to listen to what we've done the weeks before. Because we work very intuitionally when it comes to doing music in the studio and to write songs. It all happens very intuitionally and sometimes very, very fast, which is nice. (laughs) But also sometimes you feel like, okay, you know, you wrote that song last week, and this week you read the words and you feel like, I am not know, like, what is, what is that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so this time, I think it was very, very nice that we had these uh, breaks in between, so you can just re- reflect on the stuff that you wrote down.
0: you were saying about before about Milky Chance having such a natural feel. I mean, you and Philip, you you recognised that very early on in in when you first started playing music together. You guys knew that there was something special between you two, didn't you?
2: Yeah, kind of. I mean, we're you know, in lots of parts we are very uh, similar to each other and very close, especially when it comes to music and like taste. I mean, there's differences, but I think like we hear music In a very similar, uh, similar way, you know, like we have the same, same ears, kind of like our ears work the same way, which is very, um, very good for having a, you know, a good working flow when we when we want to make music. That's the biggest gift for us as a duo. It's very, it's very harmonic.
0: When you came out and collaborated with Tash Sultana, I believe that The Game was a song that you wrote when you were staying in Melbourne.
2: Exactly, yeah. It was a pretty fun uh, pretty fun story. So we, we flew over to Melbourne to uh, test studio, to make like, her place. And, I mean, we were there, like, for about four days, maybe five, and it took us two days, I mean, to get there. I mean, you know, it's the other end of the world (laughs) for us so um, we were super jet lagged all the time and we were like like from the first day on we thought like okay it doesn't make sense at all to get into the Australian rhythm for us so we just stay in the European time zone kind of like so we met with cash you know in the in the afternoon worked with her in her studio like till I don't know like 10 or 11 uh, in the evening then we went back to our Airbnb, and actually, it happened every every night, every night again. You know, we brought home some wine. We had two guitars. We were just jamming uh, all the time. And um, I think the second uh, night or third night, we had just a little jam session, and like with the, within two hours, uh, the game was almost written. I believe yeah. you. I
0: believe you actually woke up a few of the neighbors too with the jamming.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean when you're excited doing something you just like you, you, you put the volume on, on maximum always because you just wanna you wanna feel it. And then uh like I mean it was three o'clock in the night or like even four uh I mean in the morning and after a while there were like uh people knocking <laughs> you know on the ceiling very aggressively. <laughs> and we were like, Oh, fuck like we totally forgot that time shift thing and um so philip got a very uh bad message the next day from the host like you have to move out because it was just another airbnb above us and there was a family and they had children with them and so we were just like okay like we have to fix this so we brought some flowers to their door and we wrote a letter Said sorry, and we said like, yeah, we we're banned. We're sorry. We were just like in in a very good working flow. And uh, if you want to come to one of our shows, like feel free to bring your family and friends. And then we were in the studio with Tash again, and coming back in the in the evening, and then we had a letter in front of our door, and they said like, oh guys, like they were from Mexico. It was a family from Mexico, and they were like, no, Milky Chance, no way like we love your music uh we would love to come by for like to one of your shows and it sounded awesome last night and like and the and, and that child like painted something on the back of the paper and it was it was lovely it was a happy end i'm about to lose the illusion of heart pictures that i thought i could fame
1: the colors i've used on my own getting like it ain't never gonna be the same chances i got all i do is try to make it right all i do is try to make it right guess i'll do this on my own
0: song that they wrote in Melbourne when they were here recording with Tash Sultana. It's called The Game and it's off their latest album Mind the Moon. Milky Chance are going to be here for the Falls Festivals over New Year's. They're also doing two all ages headline shows in Sydney and Melbourne early in January.
1: But The world of new music with Richard Kingsmill.